Dig On Doug podcast. And we're going to get live. We're going to get you ready because you're going to be in for an earful, baby. Let's go. Yo, yo, it's Dig On Doug. Dig On Doug. Dig On Doug. It's your number one spot. Dig On Doug. Dig on Doug, dig on Doug, another episode drop. This is Dig on Doug, we speak on things we love, sports, books, and grub. Listen, we know what's up with movies, relationships, dynamites, main event, politics, too. In the airways, latest hits. If I like it, then I name it. If I love it, I'll explain it. It's my podcast to play with or experiment. We explore our differences. Fact is, we ain't nothing without photosynthesis. So get a load of this. Lock in and focus in. Informative discussions with substance you can't afford to miss. Steer you from the shallow pits of hopelessness. Change your mind state from renting to ownership. We on some showmanship. Set goals and go for it. Share what I know so you don't have to go through it. There's alternatives, hope kinds and turns and twists. Yo, it's dig on Doug, fool. You know you heard of this. What's up, y'all? This is your boy, Dig Undug, coming to you on the last day of 2021. Um, 2021 has definitely been a crazy year for a lot of us. Um, and so this is going to be a, a new thing I try. Um, got a bunch of different people hopefully coming into the uh, session and everything today to just uh, chop it up about 2021 looking ahead at 2022 and then any other just conversations and anything that we get into. Um, as you know, the podcast, I love to just have conversations and have a good time and everything. So for me, I know um, my thing has been 2021 has been the best year and the worst year um, of my life. Um, I can say that hands down, no competition to any other of the previous years i've lived or anything um just because i mean so much different stuff has happened uh like uh, i got baptized back um back in 2020 at the end of 2020 uh, december 26th um 
and then uh, got a new job at, at my at my dream school in 2021 and everything. And that's been super fascinating. Um, it's been amazing to, to be back at the campus that gave me so much and helped propel me to who and where I am today. <clears throat> um, was dating and everything. And that was amazing and, and, and great. Um, and as you can hear in my verbiage, uh, was, um, so went through a breakup and everything. And, and that was definitely tough. Um, something that was always a fear of mine for sure. Um, in the sense of the dating realm and all this stuff. And so, and that, and then having to work through all those emotions and thoughts and, and the process of all of what that is. And that's, that part is the, the, the part that I talk about more so in the sense of what's been the worst. Um, but it's also been taking that worst and transforming it into uh, growth through doing grief recovery, having conversations with people, um, people being able to get to know me at a, at a very different level. Um, as you listen to this podcast, if this is not your first time or whatever, I usually come across as like a, a chippy person. And I am. That is usually my 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 demeanor and where I um, usually live at. Yet um, have learning to understand the depths of my sadness has been new. Um, this 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 breakup and everything was one of the not even one of the the toughest thing I've I've had to deal with like in my life and everything. Um, I've had family loss and all that stuff, but it, all of it was young, um, and so in a bit was able to process it a little bit different or ignore it. But that's even been stuff I've been working on and everything. And so, um, yeah, and so there's still developments and everything there, um, but learning. One of the things I will say that learning who I am as a sad person has been rewarding. Um, and even seeing how people around me react to a sad Doug compared to a happy Doug um, has been interesting and telling as well. Um, one of the things, like I said, I did I did grief recovery and something that I, I looked uh, continue look forward to doing and then even becoming a specialist myself um, is this work of grief and and how we deal with it and and the book that I that I read and everything even talks about how we as a as a society aren't taught really how to process and function with grief um, and so it's something that really needs to be taught more to be really be able to to be able to grow through it because so often we run from things that are painful that 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 are sad that way, way maybe we have some shame or some guilt around it um compiled with all of that stuff in the sense of uh what grief is and everything so just really understanding and learning that um and what grief and so if you hear that little bell chiming that's my uh, new little kitty I got a couple months ago. His name is Bruce. Um, so you hear the bell. So that's that's him and everything. So uh, I got to keep him away from the computer because he might try to shut all of this down. So, um, but yeah, the, the grief and, and everything is just how we're not truly trained and developed how to deal with that stuff. And so that's been a, a beautiful thing and, and a new tool to put in 
to my tool set and continue to develop and grow it because it's not something you just do one time and you're done with it. Um, one of the, the revelations I, I had this year, and it's not like something that's huge, um, but I would say it's kind of huge um, in the sense of knowledge, because knowledge is always a, a beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, but uh, there's nothing you do once if you want it to really manifest. Um, you want to grow something, you want to do something, you want to get more fit. You never can do something one time and you're like, oh, okay, it's good. You could do something one time to try it, <clears throat> but to really grow and to really have it develop or something, any skill, any ability has to be done multiple times. Um, and so just little side nuggets like that and stuff has been something that I've learned and grown <clears throat> In, in just this time and everything, just really taking the, the time to slow down um, in all of this. So it's, it's definitely, um, yeah, something to learn and grow about. Um, and so I'm just, I'm just understanding, there's been a real beauty of just understanding myself to new levels. Um, and everything. So yeah, I just uh yeah, it's just this real growth uh mindset and everything of really developing who I am, what I want to be, um where are the parts in my in my heart, spirit and mind that I need to grow and develop. Um, I'm reading this this book currently, um, Winning the War um, in Your Mind. Um, really great book and everything. I just started, but what the, the assignment I'm doing, I like books where they give you like assignments and everything. I, I think that goes back to my, my school days. Um, but it gives, the current assignment I'm working on is lies that I believe. And it talks about just lies that we believe about ourselves because those are the real roots of, um, those are the real roots of how we get to a problem and how we get to really solve it and, and understand it compared to just fixing something. And I was, I was reading something this morning that's, that's guided from this book. Um, and it was touching on this. And so I'll read this part because it was super helpful. Um, it says, let's say you hate an ugly tree in your yard. You want that tree gone. Finally, you decide uh, the time has come to take care of the problem. So you march in your yard with a, a small handsaw. You pick an ugly branch and cut it off the tree. You smile and walk back into the house, triumphantly, triumphantly singing a melody of all I do is win and another one bites the dust. The next day you are shocked to see that the tree is still standing strong. As you stare out the window, you could almost swear it's smirking at you. And I read that this morning, I was like, wow, um, just that real understanding of there's so many, usually there's so many layers to anything that we have uh, going on. So um, and I have the first guest uh, coming to the Zoom right now. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, I will let her get in here. 
So hold on, good uh dig on Doug listeners to the diggers. Can you Sarah? hear me? Yes, Sarah. We can hear you. <laughs> Welcome. Hey, let me get my what's 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 going on? My video and stuff all set. Happy, happy last day of 2021. I know. Final day of the year. I know. Back at you. I don't know. Oh, I had to reinstall Zoom. So one second. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no problem at all. <laughs> this is, I don't even have a, I don't have a fancy background. I guess when you reinstall, take that. Okay, look, the video, the video does nothing. So, I mean. Okay. This is all audio. I mean, if we if we can see your if well if I can see your face, it'd be great. So okay. But, uh, I mean, the recording has nothing to do with with anything. So okay. I'll, I'll go to real life as well on, on my background. So you can. See oh, it. it's all good. I just I had no, um. He's, he's here. So. He's have a butt. I um. I guess when I. I guess having to reinstall it, it does that, but. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you lose all your your backgrounds and everything. So anyway, how are you? I'm saying good morning, and I realize it's not. It's, it's, it's fine. It's it's okay. There's a whole <laughs> bunch of mammal jammed kind of stuff and everything. I'm I'm doing good. Um, excited because in a couple of hours I can uh finally take the bandage off the tattoo and uh start to clean it and everything. So okay. Um, so that'll be good. And then it was just. Just were talking to the people, um, wouldn't have known what this is. And it was talking about some of the things I've learned in 2021. And um, yeah, just uh, how about digging deeper? You know, the conversations we have, like I, I love, I truly love now being like your coworker. And then I'm like, <laughs> chop it up. And like, we, like, we, and then we got to be cognizant because it's like, we can talk for hours. No. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> So it's, it's it's so many layers and everything, but um, but yeah. So just Let me enjoy it. to the podcast. This is your first time. I'm excited. You are you are here and everything. So <laughs> I know I have no idea what to do. So I'm, I'm leaning on you. You just be you. That's that's the great thing about the dig on Doug. You just be yourself. So um, so yeah. Just anything you want to talk about, reflections, thoughts on 2021. Oh my goodness! You know, I was trying to think about the year and I don't <laughs> it feels like a blur mm -hmm. feels like another blur um yeah I don't know I have to <laughs> really I don't know it just 2021 feels like a blur it feels like it went over like it just came and went in a blink um I think there's a lot of dream I know for me there was a lot of things that were realized mm -hmm. um, that came to be that uh, if you would have told me it would have been that way like a few years back I would never have believed you but <laughs> yeah. um, so there's that so uh, maybe prayers answered um, it's, it's good I think it's been good um, it'll be interesting to see what 2022 has no yeah, who knows? I mean, there, I mean, because I know we always go into like New Year's or most people goes like, oh, yeah, there's there's a balance between manifesting. Mm -hmm. And there's also a balance between God and the universe just also, you know, 
confirming destiny, I, I would say in that way and everything as well. Um, cause expectations can be dangerous. I know. They can. <laughs> and, and, and I'm not saying that anybody listening, I'm not saying that in the sense of I like, don't have expectations or anything, but you want to have like realistic expectations. I would put that, but you also want to leave because one of the things I'm learning coming out of 2021 and, and carrying into 2022, um, is to be more wondrous, to be to let life provide more wonder. Because so often I try to control life because I want a certain outcome or um, I have a vision in the sense of this or that. Um, and I told one of my friends, I was having this conversation with one of my friends, and I was saying, I'm trying to learn to to be a kid with wonder more than be the private investigator. Um, because I so often want to like, okay, like, what does this mean? Like, what's going on here and all this stuff and put all these clues together compared to just having wonder, even when random things happen that are lining up with like prayers and all this stuff, it's learning to not try to control it now. Like it's, it's leaving it up to wonder and being like, Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. And just watch it unfold. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to share some stuff with you, uh, off of the, off of the, okay. Some weird yeah, now, all right. See, now, now we'll be okay. So later today, we we so, connect again. Um, yeah, so but I hear you on that. People like people listening, like, oh, what is he going to like? Just, just you know, just let it be what it is. Just let it be what it is. So, <laughs> just wonder. Just, just wonder. wonder. Yes, yes. Like allow yourself to wonder and all of that stuff. So I know that's one of the lessons. Like I've learned in the sense of like allowing wonder um and and everything and then also just uh the ability to stay present in the moment is something i've really learned a lot and everything um as well and not like i know a lot of there's you have the balance of people who are like oh like they live in their past like you have a lot of people who do that but i understood about myself this year and then like i, I would like for you to share maybe one or two things you've learned like key things about yourself this year or concepts or something but I also learned that I can put a lot of stock into my future. Um, and that can be, and then it, it doesn't, it doesn't allow me to be fully present. And it, cause then it allows me, and I try to, I, I come up with this, this phrase with my friend about trekking, checking the treasure chest and putting all of my hope and everything into that, into what the future is. And then, but also now I have the realization, I'm like, Ooh, that's dangerous because unmet expectations in the future could be unseaved and and could ruin whatever like for me family having a family having kids getting married and all that stuff is a big thing like that's one of my big next trend transitions and everything i'm praying and hoping for and so but putting all of that pressure on them already and they're not even here is dangerous so i've i've learned that in like the last couple of months yeah well it's coming we know that <laughs> But yes, it's, I think too, it's that um, the balance of also just not missing what's happening right now mm. for you. Yeah. And being with that and that that is actually contributing to those future aspirations and goals and desires and all of that. Um, I think, I, I think for me, it's not something so much that I learned this year, but it's just something that's been um occurring actually the last well you know how grad school was for me that was <laughs> we won't get you know into that. that was for me so. but it, yeah that 
the trauma around that. Anyway, um, the, the paper part, but um, or the thesis part, but wrapping that up, that took a lot longer than I ever anticipated. Even the school, right? The school tells you give a set amount of time where you should be in and be out. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not always the case, depending on your life circumstances, what you have on your plate, you know, just really just your, your soul, your heart, your mind, whatever you're going through, it's going to, it can, it can lend to the timing that it will take, you know, just kind of based on who you are. So for me, it took a long time. And so around that, I started realizing like different things were happening (laughs) that, or unfolding, I should say, experiences, blessings, what have you were unfolding that might not have happened or occurred you know, if I would have, and I'm just using my grad school example, because that's where it really hit me of like, I have to really trust the timing. And I always say that it's like, I have to trust my life's timing, whatever that is. And I don't know, whatever someone believes if, or doesn't believe whatever, I, I'm just speaking for me. If I, what, and I, and because I believe in God, I just, whatever he has for me, it's been written. It's already set. Right. And I have to just trust that I might want something. And this kind of, I think this is kind of just similar to like, I may want something and I think about it and I'm thinking about it and I'm, it just feels so good to think about it and like how wonderful it will be. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But here I am like today, December 31st, and I got all this other stuff I need to do and be present for. And um, so I just have to trust the timing. And so for me, it's been a a lot about that. And then the other, the other thing that's come, um, in the last couple of years, or maybe no, maybe it's been a lot longer than that, but it's, I know we have like this, you know, some people reset on January 1st, you know, and others don't necessarily do that. And I think for me, it's, there's always opportunities to start and stop, right? There's like a continuing, uh, a continuing of goals, of blessings, of all these things that nurture us. And um, I don't know, and lend to our growth throughout. <laughs> so I think it just comes to, to timing and I don't know, I'm probably, I feel like I'm rambling, but um, yeah, I just, I always go back to just trusting the timing that what's for me is for me um, and it will come. And I'm, and sometimes what I think it's going to look like or how it's going to feel um, when it's going to show up, all of these things, like I just have to trust that I mean, I, I'm not going to know everything. I mean, I'll know it with my heart and how it feels. And I have to trust that, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is hard. I feel like we're kind of, we're aligned a little bit in that way. Is, is, and just not, just leaning on that, just leaning on that. Um, and it's hard. It is hard. It's difficult because we're working hard for all of these things that we want. And so you want to see it be realized. You want to, right? You want to, and you, and when you get caught up in the thought of it, it's so easy to be like, oh, this would be so cool. And then start thinking about all the other wonderful things that you can do from that, like one thought bubble to the next thought bubble to the next. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. Um, Yeah, for me, it's just that and trying to stay grounded, um, trying to stay grounded during it all, and also not getting not letting myself get down when I, I think something should go away, go the way that I want it to, or that I have, or I felt like I really invested in and I prepared for, and I felt like I did all of the work that I was supposed to do around it. And then it just, just nothing comes from that. Right. 
but just knowing that, you know, something is coming from it, whether it's that particular thing that I thought in my head was supposed to be it, but it maybe it wasn't and it's coming a different way, you know, whatever the case is, just trusting that something will come from that, you know, and it's going to be better than I expected. Because usually what time has shown me, um, experience has shown me is that that's usually the case. Mm-hmm. It's usually the case that it's something better or something that I wouldn't even, um, I couldn't have even created in my own mind, like my, my most wondrous <laughs> dreams. I couldn't even have created it. So, or seen it or envisioned it. So it's just that trust. I guess it just comes down to, as I'm talking, I'm <laughs> like, I'm, I guess it just comes down to just trust, just trust and the trust, the faith, staying grounded, we still have work to do, but um, just trusting that things are going to come to you um, in time. They'll come to you when it's, when it's due time. And some things aren't going to look the way that we thought, but that doesn't make it any less worthwhile or of value. Yeah, no, that's that's real. And like you said, that that I love the imagery because the way my head went was like I, I saw myself skipping from thought bubble to thought bubble to thought bubble, like a, like in a cartoon or whatever. That's how it feels. And, and, then, and then part of my brain was also like, but then remember that other side, but like, what about that other side when you like you just expect all the bad? And it's like you're trying to mix, you're trying to create that uh you're trying to create that 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 notion of uh the perfect, in a sense, like kind of like cocktail where you have real, realized expectation, like you have hope, but then you want to have realism as well. And so that's, that can always be a, a dangerous element to all of this stuff is like when you're, when you're trying to hope for something, but then you also don't want to get so caught up in the air, like that you don't realize what's really happening. Like you're saying, being president, being in the moment and everything as well. So Yes, it's easy to get swept up, right? I think there's a saying like your feet firmly planted in the sky. Like we don't want that. It feels good. <laughs> it feels good for a little bit, but you know, it, we can only be there so long, right? Yeah. You can't suspend there forever. So exactly. So it's just this 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 process of like, how do I be that, and and let that drive you more than anything? Because one of the other things I learned about from this year was, and I think I shared this with you when I, when I got this revelation was allowing the beauty and the blessings, the hope to be as real as the fears. Cause we make fears so real. Like we live them, we can feel it. Takes over. Yeah. And how wonderful would it be if we could just allow the beauty of the other to like have that much space <laughs> in our thoughts, in our heads. Yes. I like that. Yes, 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 yes. So so that's just another one of those lessons and everything that I've learned. And when that hit me, like, you know, when you get hit by something and you realize it and you're like, I should know this, but it hits you like really hard. And you're like, man, and like you feel, I won't say like I did when I realized it, I didn't feel shame, but I felt guilt, uh, but not like guilt, like I can't do anything now. But it's like that man is like, just that like real almost this is how my brain is doing. And this is another thing I've learned this year is like letting people into my brain of how my brain is working. When I got that bit of information, I, it was like me working on a puzzle. And then I got that one piece that like, oh, it goes here. And then it's like, I looked at that piece like a gazillion times. 
Yeah. It's just that it just, there's that moment where it will just click. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, I don't, I don't know if Drew used to like, I'm not taking back the grass because you had Drew as a, as a, a professor and, and <laughs> advisor too, but he would talk about metabolizing the information or what we're learning. Right. And I always loved that. Cause I like could see it just like in your body, how we metabolize, right? Like all of the nutrients and our food and everything. And it's like, there is that with um, our experiences too. And yeah. I think sometimes um, our lessons and sometimes it, when we're ready, like our body is ready to just really take it in. And like, I don't even, I don't even know how to describe it. I'm thinking of like superhero movies. <laughs> they just like how they're like, outfit or whatever just kind of comes on you know like it's just a part of them it's like it just hits you and then yeah so but also then like that piece too of not feeling trying not to feel bad about it because it's again it's like the timing right it was this was the time where it was meant for that to settle in for you so yeah, yeah. yeah. no that's that's real and that's how it it really develops like we're not always ready for everything at one time it's like i was talking with somebody i was like what if god just gave you all your blessings like right now oh my gosh like you wouldn't we wouldn't know nobody would know how to handle none of that stuff like nobody you know we always love to fantasize oh what if somebody gave me a hundred million dollars right now like uh like all of this extra stuff but it's like you wouldn't be ready for it like you right isn't that that's that's like money management right like we talk (laughs) what is that is it new not necessarily everybody with new money or like money but when you're learning to manage when you have a lot of money you haven't had a Mm -hmm. lot of money sometimes you just you 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 aren't you don't if you didn't learn how to manage it you're gonna you might mismanage it you know i'm not i don't want to knock everyone because there are some people that just know what to do out the gate but just I will speak from my own experience (laughs) and not that I have a lot of money but when I going from even just not you know like poverty and then having something to where I could oh I could do a little bit more with Mm -hmm. um I didn't necessarily know and I had and I I had I messed up several times along the way until I finally got it and yeah it's like start small you have a little bit here a little there the same thing with the blessings yeah I don't I think it would be too overwhelming to have that right and then also just sometimes we have to go through certain things that don't maybe feel as good and then again this is just my belief because i don't want to put that on any of your <laughs> listeners <laughs> i know everybody is different but i yeah. i think you know um it just sometimes we have to grow through certain things in order to really appreciate when something um better comes i think you know or mm-hmm. so but yeah, I don't know, but that's it. And I don't, I'm just trying to think of more about this year, but I, I'm sorry. No, no, I, just can't. <laughs> I mean, this year was a blur. I mean, I was talking with a friend yesterday and I was just like, I was like, it just felt like November and December just all was one month. Like, it did. Okay. I thought it was just, it did. It, it, it honestly, the whole, like August on, it seemed like it just, yeah. maybe because it's cold to it or work, but it, uh, yeah, it just, it felt like a blink of an eye. And, um, I don't know, but also I think um, I will I will leave with this because I don't know what all you have. I know you got people coming oh, and going. No, 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 no. The thing is, it's literally like. No, I'm new to this. I have no idea what I'm doing. This is all like, like impromptu. Right. Uh, I mean, uh, Sarah, like you stay for however long you, you can stay. Okay. And um, I can listen to the other folks. That's yeah, yeah, you can stay here. You can stay here and everything. So it's, it's literally just to hang out and like 
you know, I try to make everything I do to the best of my ability, like the way I like to operate in life. Like, okay, you know, like this would be literally like we were in your office, and then, like somebody else popped in, and then we yes. just all like just started chopping it up and everything. Got it. Okay. Plan and idea. So, uh, all right, all right. I so, love like, it. I don't have an agenda. Of, like, okay, Sarah's coming at twelve. Okay, she's coming at twelve forty-five. Like, okay. it is literally nothing like that. Is when folks show up. I'll bring them in and we'll all just have a conversation and just keep going from there. So. Okay. All right. Well, I will, I appreciate that. That's, that is helpful. And I, I might hang back just to, cause I want to hear what others are talking about. I think um, the last thing that I wanted to share was, was grace, just having grace for ourselves mm. um, and for others, you know, and not assuming the worst, uh, whether it's for ourselves or for others, it just, just grace and space. Um, we're in a, I mean, everybody says that I don't want to <laughs> be redundant, but we are living in a, a different time right now. And um, it's stressful for everyone. And I think there is the push for people to, you know, it's like produce, 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 keep moving forward, keep moving, right? Like, mm-hmm. just like, we got to keep moving. We got to, the cogs got to keep, <laughs> right? And um, I think that it's okay to, take time for yourself. I think it's important to take time for yourself and to try to, I would just invite people to not feel guilty about that. Like, because it's, this is, this is not, we're not in 2019. (laughs) We're not in 2018, like from 2020 to now, like it's been such a huge different adjustment and life is like, we, we could try to operate with that same blueprint, but it really doesn't, it doesn't fit. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, so, you know, people, people have had like, you know, just terrible things happening in their lives. Mm -hmm. They might have lost somebody. Um, So just, again, just great, just grace, you know, (laughs) I don't know. We, I think we we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to operate like at 110, 120% and um, giving yourself and car, what do they, they say? Even cars have to stop to, to start again. And so I think for us too, yeah. you know, having that. So, all right, I'm a, but that's no, it. No, Sarah, Sarah, <laughs> you, you stay right there. So I'm, yeah, I'm cause I want to hear you guys. I'm, I'm going to introduce my, my guy and everything. So all right. Dennis, thank you. Like, mm-hmm. Dennis is joining us from, from Philadelphia. So, nice. um, so, so Dennis, this is my good friend, Sarah and everything. Hey, how, you, how you doing, Sarah? How's everything? Good, good. How are you? All right. Merry New Year to you. Merry yes. New Year. Yes. <laughs> yes, we are there. <laughs> so, so I'm sure as you heard, Dennis, I mean, we're just talking about this year and, and reflecting on this year. Maybe what are some of the, the lessons you've learned this year just for yourself? Um, whew. <laughs> a long year. <laughs> uh, one, of, one of the biggest lessons I learned this year is um, uh, how, how to conduct things with business and um how to take other people's um emotions and feelings and actually you know be considerate of those mm. i'll i'll say that like you know usually i i usually just don't give a don't give a you know I, somebody else mad at something come on you smile tomorrow we ain't really worried about that mm-hmm. but now it's like you know you got to just see how things are different how do you relate to this you know cuz everybody don't see things the same yeah oh yeah no that's that's what I, I had to notice. Because to me, I, you know, you always sit there, you'd be like, wasn't the right thing to do for you to just... And then next thing you know, you'll see them and they'd be like, oh, I made a mistake. 
you know, stuff like that. So I I had to learn how to take people's feelings into consideration. I had to learn how to um I had to learn how to travel by myself. That was another thing. That that was that was that was kind of one of the newest things that was kind of hard for me. Okay. Yeah. But uh, what about you though? Well, no, but but what what sparked you know how I got to do you know what I got to do so oh, I like what what sparked the really looking at it from other people's view and everything what was some what was something that brought that on of like I need to slow down and really start to assess and look at other people and how they're being affected. Oh, well, like I said, when you're conducting a business, you you gotta you know it ain't just always about you. You're gonna have a team. You got to make sure that people in your team are okay. You know, mental health is mental illness is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And and everybody don't know how to communicate and, uh, you know, fix those problems. A lot of people really think that they good. They don't have a problem. Are, and, are, and, people, are people haven't been given the space to not be good. Um, and, and that's another level of mental health and everything as well, because like Sarah was talking about, I don't know if you caught it or whatever, but just how she was saying how often we have to always operate like we are good. Like it's it's. Right. It's almost like the person who like covers up the check engine light and they're like, oh, okay, the car's fine, the car's fine, the car's fine. But nobody like takes the opportunity or they don't they don't have the grace, like like Sarah was saying as well, of like the opportunity to like, okay, let me actually take this car in to get it looked at. Like the car is just supposed to run. Like that's why you get some people who blow head gaskets and everything because they think a car is just supposed to run. Yeah. Like, or I've heard people not putting oil in their car and it's like, Oh, I thought oil was just supposed to go in it. Like you, like there was not the knowledge, but also the grace and understanding given to say, "Oh, I need to go get my car checked on." You got some people who run over the same, the same pothole every morning, <laughs> and then wonder why their control arm is a problem. Yeah, you know, right? That wheel alignment and all that. They, same pothole every morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like I said, I, you know, I sit back, I listen, I, I try not to judge, uh, I stop judging, I sit back, I listen. Um, you know, I, I've learned that people, you know, some people are in a space where they need to move on. Some people are in a space where they don't know what happiness is. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been lying to themselves the whole time saying, oh, yeah, I'm good, I'm all right, I'm all right, I'm good. You know, uh, a matter of fact, one of my closest homies, he uh, he traveled for the first time this, this year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was doing a lot of beefing with his family. And when he traveled, first thing he thought about was his family. Mm-hmm. And immediately, you know, he called him up and stopped the beefing with him. Because as the, I always thought, you know, when you start traveling, the first thing you think about is the last time you you actually been outside, you know, something that was comfortable mm. and who you was with. That's why I tell people go on vacation, mm-hmm. go go get some, go get a fresher breath air. You know, I, those are the things that I always say. And you know, every I'm not gonna say everything I did was good because I I ruffled some feathers, <laughs> I made some moves that uh <laughs> that hurt some people, but you know, I ain't mean no ill will. Yeah, but it was time to go. Mm-hmm. No, and that, and that's part of. I mean, the thing is with life and with growth, discomfort comes. Like I, I always say, and I, I mean, I, you know, I work in education, 
I always tell students, I'm like, you never grow from being comfortable. Like when you're in bed all snuggled, it's warm, you got that book and everything, you're going to go to sleep. Like you're not about to read that book. Like you're not about to do whatever you're trying to do because you're comfortable. There has to be some sort of discomfort in order for growth. I mean, the Bible talks about like, you know, faith is stirred up when things are in a sense in turmoil. Like that's when you get the opportunity to be like, oh, okay, like let me cling, let me learn off of into the things that I'm growing and everything with. It's like the, the, there's the phrase of uh, a calm sea never made a skilled sailor. And so as we go through these things, as painful as it is, and me and Sarah, we're, we're touching on this, as painful as whatever it is, like I said, I tell people all the time, this has been my best year, my worst year, um, all at the same time and everything, heartbreak, all this stuff. And so, but it, it stirs something up in you and it's really going to show you which path are you going to take? Like, are you going to really learn from this? Are you going to charge forward and, and grow from it? Are you just going to compromise and then just sell yourself short? And there was definitely opportunities in this time and everything when I was just like, I just, I wanted to sell myself short. I was like, I'll just go do this over here. Like, I'll just go do this. Not stuff that I know it's, it's cheapening myself of what I really have and what I believe God has for me. But when we get in those moments of, of lowness, of despair and everything, which, which path are you going to take? And so, so that's the, the realm and everything of like what you're touching on and then what Sarah's touched on and just, also, just what I've I've learned and everything in this stuff, um, as the great Jay Z says, can't run from the pain, run towards it. I mean, that's real. I mean, that's legit. So, any thoughts on any of that from from either of you? So, no, you you're one hundred percent right. Well, I mean, I ain't got to be one hundred percent right. Like, I I mean, like, I'm just <laughs> yeah, you're not yet. yeah, you're right. You know, when you said that stuff, I just started reflecting, thinking about you know, those certain situations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I think that um, sometimes we need that comfort, too. Right. Like you might want you might not be ready to to run directly into that pain. So, yeah. So you need a moment where you can. I think I was I don't know if this was last year or not, Doug, but we, I was I just want to be under the covers. I don't want to come out. <laughs> I want to be in my my bed. I don't want to deal with nobody. Nothing. I'm gonna just stay under my covers like a little kid, right? And yeah. um, and knowing that I have so many things that I have to do and take care of, that's not really benefiting me or anyone else that mm -hmm. I'm responsible for. <laughs> so, um, but at least giving myself the moment to have that, like you were saying, it. You were saying like there were times where you didn't want to and. I mean, I think sometimes we need that comfort. I mean, you want to stay there, of course, that's right. And that goes to the growth piece. You're not going to, I mean, you're just going to stay stagnant. But sometimes you need that little bit of comfort in order for you to really like recharge and, you know, have some strength to to push on. So, I don't know. It's, 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 it's a challenge, but yeah. I mean, and both of you are, are parents, so I, I can only imagine what all of that comes with and everything as well. So I, I, I don't know that life. I'm just getting into it slightly with, with Bruce. So, <laughs> yeah, well, well and, mine, and mine are older now. So, and Dennis, I don't know how old you how old you are. Yeah. Children. I have a daughter. Daughter. She's uh, 13. OK. OK. So you have a teen. 
te- you got a year teen too? <laughs> so I have two daughters. I have eight. She's 18. She just turned 18 and then uh, 24. So they're a little older, but they, they pay attention to everything, right? I don't know if you're 13 year old. Is it like, and then, then they want to make decisions. <laughs> I don't know my, I won't speak for others, but mine will decide, you know, make decisions based off what mom is, you know, maybe doing or has done. And um, I don't know, just the modeling. Yeah. Like of being hyper aware of each step that I take or move that I make. I did not mean to make that rhyme. <laughs> I quoted a song and don't know it anyway. <laughs> um I'm so goofy. Um, but it's like I'm constantly on when they're around, even at this age. Um, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's, it's yeah, it's a balance. I don't know where I was going with that. I miss 13. I miss when my babies were 13. <laughs> I do. I do. But. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's uh it's definitely a challenge. It's definitely a challenge. Um, you know, kids think they know stuff now, so you know they they don't watch enough TikTok and stuff like that. So it's definitely a challenge. <laughs> yes, the internet, TikTok, yeah, right. Doug, <clears throat> you don't. You hopefully you don't got to worry about Bruce yeah. having a TikTok. <laughs> no, no, How old is Bruce anyway? <laughs> Uh, what is he like? He's uh, September, October, November. He's three months now. Oh, okay. That's your godson, right? No, no, that's 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 I'm kidding. Oh, Lord. I was just being, like, <laughs> I was being funny. <laughs> the kitten. Oh, on TikTok. Man. It's Pat, Pat's on TikTok. Yeah, I, I did not know. <laughs> No. I, I thought you. I thought you. Uh, I, I, I seen the pictures. No. With you with the cats. I seen the pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 the homie Bruce. So, um, no. hello, Sharon. Well, welcome, welcome to the show. Um, glad to have Hi. you here. Hi. Hey, chocolate girl. Hey, what's up, Ignan Thinker? We just we we just uh this is my friend Sarah um who who's Hi, Sarah. Hi. just been uh reflecting on the year, talking about lessons we've learned and everything, and um just growing from that. So um one lesson you you feel like you got pretty uh strong or hit you this year uh that you want to share. Before I give my answer, do y'all know yeah. Betty White died? Yes, yes. Oh my gosh, man. Oh, final day of 2021. I know. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That just that just blew my mind. Okay. So what I did learn, I learned a lot of lessons this year. <laughs> I mean, especially dealing with you guys. Oh, oh, she doesn't know. So I I I'm on the podcast with them, the sports podcast, and I do podcasts with Dennis too. So dealing with them. Yeah, but I've learned a lot of lessons this year. But the main one is to be even more patient than I already was. Mm. Because people don't process things at the same pace. I'll just leave it at that. So <laughs> so I have to be patient when I deal with certain individuals. And um, it's been a year-long lesson in that, practicing my patience. 
Um, did you just want one? I mean, yeah. And I mean, elaborate. I mean, it's funny because that's the same thing Dennis basically said he learned this year. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sure he, uh, yeah, I'm sure he can relate because, oh. yeah, we've been, we've been thanking Jesus, boy, many Tuesdays, I tell you. With mm. our, you know, for patience. Mm. <coughs> yeah, because y'all, y'all be y'all, y'all got some characters. Y'all definitely got some uh, some characters and everything. So, I mean, we we were also just touching on just in the sense of uh, comfort and and learning and like you don't really learn in comfort. You gotta like you gotta uh, get get in that that sense of like uncertainty and everything. And I was talking about how it talks about in the Bible. Um, oh, let me turn my camera on. When you. Uh, okay. Your faith is stirred up when you go through that adversity and everything in life. Like, you know, we want it to be peaches and cream and be rosy and everything to to get where we want to be, but it it Mm -hmm. don't look that way. So, Mm -mm. no, you're right. But I I don't learn when I'm in comfort. I I do need to be a little uncomfortable when I learn Mm -hmm. because sometimes uh, comfort can lead to complacency Mm. and it also can lead you to feeling like things are okay when they really aren't Mm. so you you tend to overlook the faults and failings of even your own self let Mm. alone someone else when everything is everything and everything is going so lovely (laughs) you know and you hear the choir singing and angels dancing and flowers (laughs) blooming and ah everything is just so lovely you know maybach music and all that no, but when it gets dicey, that's when you really can get moving. Yeah. No, I mean, your, it, it, your it, behind it, is a little hot. Mm-hmm. Like I quoted mm-hmm. earlier, the uh, the quote of uh, um, a calm a calm sea never made a skilled sailor. And so, ah, the wind and the waves. <laughs> don't don't get me to sinking. Peace be still up on here now. <laughs> Hold up now. Woo, Lord, you took me back for a second. That's a good, say that quote one more time. That's a good one. That's a uh, really good one. uh, A calm sea never made a skilled sailor. Wow. Is that yours? I wish that was mine. Like, I I used to have that on my uh, desktop at one of my old jobs. Like, a good one. He always got got like 10 of them. Uh, bro, you know, I mean, I, 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 they, they stay in, they stay in the heart and, and in the mind. So, um who said that one Doug uh I think it was I think it was one of them unknown ones like I mean if you if you google search it it'll come up like that's that's everything that's a that's a good one to cheers to I might say that tonight (laughs) (laughs) tonight what's tonight tonight what's tonight I mean what's tonight the ball drop new year's new year's oh oh whatever okay 2022. Yeah, I'll be in. I'll be at club living room watching the TV. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be. Uh, be at my cousin's house. You gonna be out there living dangerous, huh? No, no. It's actually it's a very safe space. No, which is a very safe take, space. Take, take your mask. Take your mask. My niece is out today. She got COVID today. Mm. Same yeah. niece? Is it the same niece? Yes, she went to a party Sunday. And caught it from the friend of a friend that was there, who she she didn't know, but she didn't wear a mask. And I told her, you know, you need to wear your mask even when you go to your friend's house. I mean, you don't know where these people been. 
Yeah, no, it's 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 real and everything. And it just with all of that and everything of what we had. I mean, to be in this time, and one of the things that even though how crazy COVID and everything is and has been, um, it's like one of these peace of mind, and Sarah talked about this earlier, uh, trust uh my life's timing and everything. And there's I go back to the Bible, there's a uh, scripture in there. Um, I forget exactly where it's at, but it talks about how God does everything in his timing. Because I think about even COVID, I'm like, this would have been horrible if this was like the 60s or the 50s. Like, it would have been, school would have stopped. School literally would have stopped. Right. So many things literally would have came to a standstill. But in a sense, the fortunateness of what it is with coming at this time and everything, there's technology, there's ways to adapt around it, to to move forward and everything. Um, And so... Not that that gives me like super comfort. It just gives me some like insight into like, man, like if this would have hit in the fifties, it would have been like bad, bad. I mean, even the eighties. Right? Yeah, or yeah, even like in the eighties or like the the beginning of the technology and everything. So it's just wait, 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 wait. Are are you sure? I'm not sure, but I'm saying in the sense of when we think about technology. I mean, no, no. What I mean by are you sure is, are you sure that is your belief or your opinion? Are you sure? Yeah, I am sure that is my belief or my opinion. Okay. Can I offer you another perspective? Oh, here, here we go. Bring, bring it on. Bring it on, Sharon. <laughs> well, well, at least I didn't just cut you off and just start yelling at you like some people do. <laughs> at least I asked first. Well, that's, that's why I don't like to talk sports all the time. So. <laughs> um. Okay, so here's what I'm going to say. When you first said it, I said, yeah, you're right. But then I started thinking, if this happened in the 50s or 60s, I think I don't think it would be as bad. I I think it probably would have ended last August because people would believe the science. They wouldn't question it. And if the scientists came on that little box that's supposed to be called a TV, a television, <laughs> and said wear a mask, they would have worn the mask. Mm. And if they said stay home for a few months, they would have stayed home. They say wash your hands, they would have washed their hands. And if they said, hey, don't gather and, you know, whatever, people would have kept their butts at home because he said so. And it would not have been a matter of you're violating my rights. Yeah, I believe that because we would not have had the idiot in chief telling people that the Democrats made this virus just to remove him in office and embarrass their their administration. Okay, no, that's where I'm at. That is no, that's a good perspective because I didn't look at it from that way, because normally when I do think about it, the way I approached it, I think about the technology piece. So I I do. I, 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 I received that. I will say I received that. Um, I do agree with the technology uh, issue that you raised, that you, mm-hmm. that you bring, brought to the forefront. And I believe Sarah was agreeing. Mm-hmm. But so I think the way it would have affected it, it would have taken a little bit more time yeah. to, to find out what the virus is because of the technology constraints. And it also would have taken a much longer time for the vaccine to get created. Mm-hmm. But I still think it would have happened in a reasonable amount of time because people would be following instructions. 
and not questioning it, questioning it. Well, well true, and and be influenced by by all the the social media. I know there's that double. Hey, there's no social media. Yeah. Well, that piece, and like I, they would they would trust Walter Cronkite (laughs) and the two other dudes. Forgot about him. Yes. Well, even let me let me tell you something. In my household, we didn't make a move, so we (laughs) listened to what Walter said. I'm not playing. My father and mother put that CBS news on at six o'clock. I mean, six thirty, because we had to hear what he reported on. We knew it wasn't him telling us. We knew he was just reporting. Of course, we weren't, you know, but we had to hear what Walter talked about to know what was going on in the world. Yeah. Well, I mean, Sharon, like I'll even and, and Adam, I'll, I'll bring you in here in a second. So glad, glad you could join. But uh, uh, Sharon, I'll even add on to that. Like in the sense, it wouldn't have spread as well because the world was not as open as it is now. Like we didn't know, like people didn't know what was happening in like Europe and everything, like the common nope. folk, like it do now. Like people didn't know mm-hmm. about Florida. People barely knew what was happening three three cities over. So, so well, we would find out, but it would be much slower. Yes. So yes. if yes. Tuesday. You guys were injured in a car accident when the car, you know, ran into the building and it made national, you know, you know, news there. I wouldn't find out about that till probably next Sunday. I, 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 t- I tell you what, uh, the newspaper industry would have been messed up. Nobody would have been getting their newspapers. They're like, I ain't touching that. That got COVID on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yep, because there was no digital newspapers back then, was it? No, no, not at all. Like you got the, you got it with the rubber band, and then on Sundays when you got the big newspaper, you got it in that plastic sleeve so it could all hold together. That's right. So, <laughs> oh boy, those were the days. Those were the good old days, boy. Ooh, right. I still, I still love a newspaper. <laughs> still love a newspaper. Yeah. A- Adam, well, welcome to the show, Adam. I swear, Adam. Every time I see you, somehow like you look like you're younger. I don't know what it is, but. Uh, <laughs> Adam, uh, welcome to the show. So we're we're just we're just shooting the breeze, just talking about we were just on COVID, but bringing it back to like just lessons, one or two lessons you learned from from this year that you want to share with the people. Um, the lessons that I learned basically from this year was just uh, life is going to continue to throw curveballs, and you just got to continue to rise above them. Um, and you know, just. Uh, such as this, you know, pandemic, since you guys were just on that topic, it was a huge curveball. I mean, there's still curves being thrown up, apparently, with these new variants and things like that, and more boosters and and everything in between that are coming, that are following with these new variants. But um, the second thing I would say that I learned, honestly, was just to continue to hustle regardless of your situation. Um, whether it's like uh, whether you lost your job or whatever the case may be, or you are falling on hard times, maybe you blew through your savings account, whatever the case may be, um, you just have to find and utilize your talent at this point to develop like uh, another source of income for you and, and like leverage it. Whatever it is that you're good at, whatever talent that you have and possess, you got to leverage it and use it to your best. And social media, actually, if you and wield it in the right way it could be a great platform for you to uh, advertise what it is that you do and the services that you could provide to the world and so it's just those are the things that I honestly learned so far from this year and I'm just excited for the what 2022 is going to be bringing and 
um, everything that I got going with Mary and just excited and ready to, uh, to take the next leap, especially now that we uh, hit our threshold and our new promotion in our firm. So now that we're at the peak where we want to be, it's just now what we're, we're going to do with it and how can we grow from there? All right. Now, I, 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 uh, uh, sorry about this, Doug, but ain't today your anniversary? Yeah, happy anniversary. Oh, no, no, no. Today's our anniversary. That's October 26th. Oh, my bad. Never mind. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> All good. No, and congratulations. I appreciate it, Dennis. I appreciate the love, though. <laughs> congratulations on everything. But, Adam, you, you know, this is the Dig on Doug podcast. So uh, what what's going on with you personally? Like, let's get to that, Adam. Like, put the, the titles and everything to the side. What's going on with Adam, Adam? Oh, what's going on with Adam, Adam? I'm just uh, – just enjoying family time, man. Just enjoying being able to uh, be with my family more. Um, I would say that the one blessing through this whole thing has been is that I actually have been able to reconnect with my family more and been uh, able to spend more time with them. You know, since everybody's now home and not trying to be in audiences of 10 plus people anymore, uh, we're able to like uh, get back together and things like that. It sucked that it had to take a pandemic for it to happen, but you know, I just, uh, think that you know god makes things happen for a reason i think that you know through this through this tragedy there the silver lining in it, it has been me reconnecting with my family more and us being able to just uh rekindle that relationship mm-hmm. yeah i feel like that's been a a strong thing like i mean when whenever i won't say whenever but often when life in whatever form is slowed down you start to process things and see like what you're missing, like try to maybe revalue, reassess, reassess, good or bad for whatever the life is and whatever the occasion is. I mean, because I've done the same in a sense of just like with my family and everything, just going to Vegas last week and just being able to see my family who I haven't seen in three years and everything. And just, but also just now wanting to like, I want to make this more of a relationship. I mean, Amen. I was just talking with my uncle last night and we were just talking about like, the relationships of like people that we have, like that we talk to every day or every other day or the people who you talk to every two months or whatever. And, and just the different dynamics of that, but it's really just trying to slow down and, and make that time. Like that's what I'm really trying to work on. And one of my, another one of my goals for 2022 is just to really make more time for those kind of things. And like, just really carve it out instead of like, Oh, I'll get to it. Right. I think a domino effect to that, too, is that like the good that you're putting out there from your family, you're going to get it back in return. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of the things of just like uh, laws of attraction. I think that like with you putting that more time and the energy into your family, you're going to get like more good things in return. I'm not saying it's going to happen at a snap of a finger, but it, it, it'll, it'll eventually come with more time. And that's how I feel with my family situation, too. Hey, ain't no instant oatmeal around here, OK? <laughs> So, Dennis, did you have something? Nah, no, 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 no. Y'all was right. I, I mean, it ain't about being right. Like, it ain't about being right. Bro. I was going to say, what was right about that? I was going to say, I feel like that's a default word you use. Like, elaborate on that. What was right, Dennis? Well, you do got to find ways to spend more time with family. Um, you, uh, you know, you also have to... Uh, and it's, you know, it's pretty good that Adam connected more with his family. What I wanted to know about Adam more was, you know, when he, uh, you know, at work, you know, you get your big bonuses and your clients and stuff. But 
you know, what's the downfall to the job that you do? Um, I would say the downfall that I do is just realizing that people don't have access to financial literacy, honestly. Um, being that in public education is not necessarily a major topic, even though it should be, since that's something that we all use outside of school life. Um, it's just unfortunate because when I sit down with people, they get dumbfounded of like these different uh, accounts that they could have and work for them. And I would say just like the look on their face, especially like if it's somebody on like the uh, older side that doesn't have financial literacy and seeing like, and, sh and I'm showing them and breaking down what could have been if they were able to um, have compounding interest more in their favor and everything like that, because that's something that obviously grows over time. And when you're on the older side, you're kind of have less time for you for everything like that. So it's just unfortunate that like, I have to witness those situations because I have a heart. Like that was one of my biggest passions of joining this was just to help people in every form of way. And just being able to like see them like just like from the beginning of the conversation to just being kind of like emotionally like taken away because of the fact not not anything that I have done, but just because of the fact that they weren't able to get this access and so forth and so forth, because at traditional firms, they charge for information like that we teach and everything like that. You have to have X amount of dollars in your account or you have to have X amount of dollars in your savings account for them to even consider you to be a client or anything like that. So it's, it's just been a blessing to be able to share this with people. And I just hope that, you know, um, more people that the more people that I sit down with, it, it has that trickle down of word to mouth effect to like, Hey, you should get educated on finance, especially with everything that's going on right now in the pandemic. We need to set our families up for our future by any way possible. That is true. That's definitely true. Um, yeah, I don't understand why they don't teach it in school either. Like, I, and, and to this day, I say the same thing. Like, you, you learn trigon, you learn trigonometry in school, but yet you barely use trigonometry in life. Look, I, and, and I'm like, why can't you teach financial literacy in school? As a, as an educator, um, I won't too much touch on this, but I will say it's all a strategic plan. No, I will just yes, yes, it is. Uh, I know what you're saying, though. Like, I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying too. That's, that's I was I was um I was wondering like I was having a conversation with my sister and you know she was sitting there like why we didn't learn about LLCs when we was younger S so I mean, we could we could yeah right we could have got LLCs you know younger and then when we decided to have a business you know we could have took it off the shelf like a lot of other people are doing and then finally go ahead and do what we need to do. I, I that's another podcast episode. What we'll, we'll do? <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead, Sarah. Go ahead. Um, Sarah. I was just going to add because I'm not sure exactly what's being talked about, but I'm just thinking about the financial literacy piece. And um, I work in education too. So, as Doug, I don't, I don't know if <laughs> y'all know my background, but um, I think the other for us in the program that I work for, that I work in, um, we've tried to bring that to students, but I think um, the way it's marketed too, I, I can't speak for like, you know, elementary, high school, I can't speak for that, but like at the college, community college level, I'm not sure how to market it in a way that's going to get their attention. Cause a lot of times the way we've been marketing it, and I won't even just say just my program, but cause I've seen other um, departments and programs on campus sometimes to speak too specifically, yeah, yeah, it's, it's um, but um, I've seen them put it out there and there not be a lot of interest in it. So I just wonder like, maybe it's a marketing piece too of like how you present it 
to to youth or young adults or what have you so that they so that it makes them want interested to even sit down in that seat and you know because that's their time right we're, right. Just, we're talking about budgeting that's 101 why. that's they might feel like i know how like budget i don't what's that going to do for me and you're talking about llc's and you're talking about compound interest like all of these like how do you market it in a way that's going to well, get them in the well, seat i guess i know i, I know I like adam respond hold, hold on real quick adam oh. right, sir i think this will go back hold on dennis i see your finger like it's, it's okay <laughs> I think this will go to like what I was talking about earlier, Sarah, when it was just me and you, because I, I remember being that student, you and Adam, you can maybe attest to this if it's true or not. I think a lot of people, because this is also what I've done and and and, and I'm unlearning it and it's more than just money. I put all the hope in the future into it being so big in the future that I can take care of it. And that's when I need to worry about it compared to like managing it when it's smaller so I can get the practice and everything. It's like it's like a kid like saying like, no, nah, I'm not going to learn to ride a bike because like I'm eventually I'm going to get a Harley Davidson. And when I get the Harley Davidson, I'm going to be good. <laughs> and then they're waiting, waiting, waiting for the Harley Davidson. They get to the Harley Davidson and they can't manage it because like we were talking about earlier, Sarah, you give anybody and, and Adam and, and Dennis, I don't know, and Sharon, uh, you, you like you can touch on this. Me and Sarah were talking about how if God gave you all your blessings right now, you wouldn't have, know how to handle it. Yeah. You like right. wouldn't because there's there's steps that got to be taken <laughs> towards managing <laughs> what that blessing is. Yes, but uh, Sarah, to what 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 I was gonna say, how like uh, <laughs> it caught my attention was like as far as like financial literacy. Obviously, I, it was more so self education for me that I was able to find this and everything like that through entrepreneurship. But like uh, how I'm able to market it to young people because one thing that I'm doing is like. I'm not like talking to 18 year olds because obviously they still need to go through a little bit more life experience. But once you hit that age of 21, I'm starting to talk to 21 year olds more now and breaking it down to them and like pulling at their heartstrings, not necessarily like getting into their personal life, but just already knowing because I'm still in that age group. Like, hey, if you actually stopped going out and calculated how much you spent on that plate and calculated over the years how much money that you could have saved and putting it into instead of you spending it in Red Lobster or House of Prime Rib or whatever the case may be, just so your Instagram looks good, um, you could basic you could have basically put that money into an account and later down the line it would have worked for you. You could have bought your first car or bought your first home. And instead of you paying rent, you now have a mortgage and you now have a house to pass down to your future children when you come to time for you to decide that. Those are things that I'm doing. Or like, for example, a lot of people are into trends of fashion and things like that. And Jordan's around my age range. One thing I tell them too, is like, hey, I'm not knocking you buying Jordan's, but if you're going to do it, make it a business. Like buy these shoes and then resell them like it, like these other companies are doing and make a business out of it for yourself. Grow your money, grow your value, and then chase another passion that you have and just keep evolving. So that's one thing that I've been doing in targeting and it's been working. Obviously, you know, it's small audiences that, you know, because financial literacy is not necessarily a firework topic that gets young people's attention. But for the most part, like the people that do sit down, like I get feedback forms from them at the end when I sit down from them and talk to them. And I usually always nine times out of 10 get positive reviews from it. Yeah. Um, I believe it can be taught in high school. That's me personally. I believe it can be taught in high school. Yeah, I, it just yeah. Uh, like it to me, it, it needs to just be one of those classes. That's all. Be taught in elementary. Mm. 
It but can. I would see in high school, them kids actually got some money. You know, they they actually got some money. No, like they, they, can might, have, they might have some money, but I mean, the, but the thing is, with anything of access, the earlier, the better, especially with something like this. You, it's, it's, it's as simple as saying like, hey, you know, like, because people get allowances and stuff, even in elementary school, they get money from their parents. Yeah, you're or, right, because the kids or, got a lot of money. Like that. So, I don't know what they're like. I didn't have money like that in high school, so. We we didn't, but right. these kids now? But that's making a generalized statement, so, like, we don't know. Uh, Sharon, and then, I like, I'm, I'm going to switch it up a little bit, but go ahead, Sharon. Um, my great-niece is five years old. She just turned five in September. And um, she has a piggy bank. She has a little uh, ledger, like a bank ledger. Mm-hmm. It's Of course, it's a toy one, and it's, you know, geared towards someone her age. And she doesn't really know what the word ledger means, except for this is where I write stuff down. But that's all she needs to know at five years old. But she has the piggy bank, and every time she comes home from spending any money, the change goes in the piggy bank. And for Christmas, my sister and I gave every household, because both of both of you know, all three of our kids are grown and have children of their own. My son's gonna have his in January. And uh, we gave each of their households an electronic coin. Coin counter thing, right? We also gave them a a bank book, uh, like a ledger, like a ledger. It's not a bank book. It's a ledger. And we gave them a financial savings document where if you were to save $1 a day, Mm. $5 a day, or $10 a day, and the whole sheet tells you how much you'll have at the end of the year. So where am I going with this? It's never too early Um, because little Carmen at five years old knows, mommy, got to put your change in it, in the piggy bank, mommy. And my niece, her mom, has her own semblance of a piggy bank. Mm -hmm. It's not a pig, but you know what I mean? And so she puts her change in that. And my great niece puts her change in hers. Now, who started that? I did. That was my gift because I decided that's what I'm going to do with my great niece and my other, uh, you know, great grand, great uh, nieces and nephews, because that's not what was really taught to me, even though, let me see, as early as eight or nine years old, I remember having the ledger though to write down my allowance mm-hmm. and you know, my allowance was something nominal, like $10 a week. But when I started my piano lessons, my piano lessons was $5 a lesson. I had lessons every other Tuesday. I paid for my own piano lessons from my allowance. And I still have my red ledger where I wrote entries every time I paid my five dollars with a little star next to it because I was so proud you see so you can change you can teach young children this you don't have to wait till high school you don't even have to wait till middle school get them used to it out the womb practically just like you do a basketball player 
You see them, you see all these pictures of these little these little infants sitting in the bassinet with the basketball in the bassinet. Some kid don't know what that is. But that's how you start reinforcing the whole thing. So I mean, I, I believe, Adam, I, I believe I love what you're doing with the 21-year-olds. I'm not knocking that at all. Keep doing that because they need it. And it's good that you thought of ways to give them real life examples that they can relate to. All you have to do is speak their language, you guys. That's all exactly. you got to do. If you can speak their language, you can get them to do just about anything. Mm-hmm. Anything. You really can. Especially in this social media society. It's easier now than when I was their age. Definitely. You couldn't tell me nothing. If you weren't mom and dad or Walter Cronkite, like I said earlier, you couldn't tell me anything. Yep. <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's, it's definitely a, a lesson learned and everything. And then just to, to cap even this conversation, I'll say like Monopoly is recommended for eight and up. So, I mean, that's a game right there that where you can teach about finances and everything. We are very, everybody very has true. a Monopoly story of it not going so well. So um, <laughs> you that is a, a great introductory way in, to get into that and everything. And so um, as we're getting close to uh, the, the, the wrap up time and everything, I definitely want to touch bases with everybody and just see, you know, just share one or two. Um, maybe of your goals for 2022 and just, just things that you want to do and work on. So, um, I mean, my, I, my, I, myself, I'll start, um, as you may have seen some of you who are on, on Facebook and everything. Um, one of my goals is to become the most fit I've ever been in my life before. I was just talking about this the other day with Sarah, um, and, and all of that stuff. And so just really developing that out and tracking that if you're listening to this before, um the time holla at me january 21st 5 30 uh pacific standard time we're gonna have a goal setting session uh me and some other friends to just really just build a community of goal setting so that will be there um as well but definitely want to do that like really and like drastically is not like too far off or anything in the sense of me getting like in the most fit uh body and and mental state and everything i've i have and i go there's a whole bunch of goals not even goals there's a whole bunch of steps to get to that it's it's getting to the chiropractor it's massage therapy it's 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 working out at least three times a week it's food and everything so there's steps to all of this stuff and so there's that and i'm going to track all of this stuff and like i even got to like weigh myself today and make sure i get all the information and the numbers and everything down so that's going to happen so then the other one uh which is very drastic of me sarah knows this one um a lot of friends have laughed when I said this, but my goal is to not eat a single potato chip next year. That is a goal of mine. Oh, Lord. That is a goal. Of, How in the world are you going to pull that one off? Uh, I can make sweet potato chips myself. I can make sweet potato chips myself. I can substitute with broccoli, air fry broccoli. I have to do the true, because the beauty of all of this stuff, and I'll end this here because you know I can talk forever. The beauty of this is I do stuff like this and there might be a slip up. Who knows? Like, it's just life. But if I can build these habits, that transfers over to the other stuff in life. That's when I can build the faith of like, OK, yeah, we about to get this house popping in two years. Like we about to like do X, Y, Z because I was able to build over here in this nature. And so I love the reaction whenever I say that to people because people know I told my godmom like last week and she just looked at me. She's like. Every time I look at chips in the store, I think of you. I was like, that's a bad association. 
and, <laughs> and it's true, and it's me, and I get it. It's a bad sushi. But I was like, we we we. So you really chips. love chips that much, huh? Oh, I chips, didn't know that chips, about chips. You. Can be a problem. I don't I don't purchase chips that often because I they'll be gone. Like they they usually don't make it like to the night. So. <laughs> Damn, Doug. Yeah. didn't make it, huh? <laughs> I mean, I can do good. He knows his habits, though. I know my habits, so like he I know his habits. So right. when you make your when you make your sweet potato chips, you make them in the air fryer. Yeah, make it in the air fryer. Oh, okay. Hey, I made I've made them before, so like I they're really good. So. But, hey, hey, my birthday's in June, y'all. I I need an air fryer in my life. Okay, I'm just I just thought I'd put that out there. <laughs> but go ahead. My birthday's Monday. I, I don't know what I need in life, but uh, <laughs> I know I need an air. Fryer. My birthday in February. <laughs> well, happy, I think happy. people should. I think you guys should uh drop your Venmo or say your Venmo or your Cash App. <laughs> oh well, well, my Cash App is Chalk Writer. Oh, yes. Put well, that cash right up. I'm gonna say. Head. I'm gonna say this right here. Happy early birthday to everybody. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, Lord. Same to you. Okay. Who who want to go? Who want to share at least one got, or two? Y'all going to see me in June. One, so. or two, one or two of their goals for 2022. Who, who want to go ahead and share? Uh, I could go next. Uh, uh, first foremost, uh, my first goal is just to uh, continue to uh, increase my relationship with God. Um, I've seen all the blessings that has happened to me. Not to get like too deep and like sound like I'm T.D. Jakes or anything, but I've seen a whole lot of improvement in uh, myself as a man and everything in between just because of the extra time I've been putting in with God and everything like that. And I'm even now in, on track to, and you guys are going to be the first to hear this. Um, I'm now on track to, at my church, be the new youth pastor at my church. Oh, wow. You called me the pastor. Like, uh, <laughs> congratulations. Uh, I'm going to be here. I need a strong prayer, though, y'all, because I'm going to be teaching high schoolers to follow God. So. Please. No, they, they usually uh, they usually open. I'll be honest with you. They need when it. you get when you get them with well, y'all ain't doing no youth retreats, COVID out there. Yeah, exactly. That that's one thing that's been stripped away from us. So that's why I need the prayers. But um, yeah. So just, just be genuine. That's all you got to do, Adam. If you be genuine, they will listen. Trust me. You. And you got to tell your story. 100%, all right. Testimony. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah, that's my first goal is just to continue to increase my uh, relationship with God. And then my second goal is to uh, develop. This is just more so for me and Mary personally, too. This is just um, to develop the three senior brokers, just like how we were able to reach it this year or uh, in 2021. And if we believe that we could reach it in 12 months, we could get other people to reach it in 12 months and teach them how to do it in less time because of the fact that we'll help them avoid the potholes that we hit along the way. <laughs> Miss Cher. <laughs> All, right. All right. So those, those are good. Those are good ones. Like um, definitely be praying for you and, and always <clears throat> know that it takes a community to, to man, man. <laughs> All right. Who's next? Okay, I guess that's me. All right. Um, yeah, I guess that's me. <laughs> uh, one of the goals, me and me and uh, me and Doug got the same goal to get to actually get more fit this year and lose some weight. You know, um, that's definitely a goal of mine. And uh, this year, I'm actually gonna put uh, a lot of effort into it. And the next goal I got is to stop cussing as much. 
on shows. Thank you, Dennis. Sharon has told me how much I cuss, and I, you know, I ain't, Sharon, I don't cuss that much. And I went back and counted how many times I cussed on show. I was at 14 and wasn't even, you know, we got a two hour show. It was like an hour still left. I was like, oh man, that's too much. I'm like, that is a lot. So, man, I'm going to the youth pastor, okay? Man, definitely can't sit into the youth pastor. I'm going to have to tell him to get him a cool glass of water. That's going to have to be my, get a cool glass of water. <laughs> All right, those are two. Those are two good goals. All right, so Sharon or uh, Sarah, um. go ahead, Sarah. <laughs> you know I was. <laughs> you sure don't want to take this one next? I um. Oh no no no! I'm I'm putting on my clothes. I don't oh, okay. No clothes on. So okay, no no no. Okay. My clothes on. Okay. I think um. I well, I was talking about this earlier. Um that I have already kind of started some things. So it's not necessarily once 2022 hits that I'll be, um, you know, working on goals. I'm kind of just in the midst of them right now. So some of that is similar to Dennis and, and Doug is just um, my health. So like my, my fitness. <laughs> so I've been, I'm trying to strengthen my body so that I can also strengthen my mind. Amen. Um, and Amen. yeah, it's... <laughs> I'm baby steps, so hopefully by the end of 22, um, I will have a good mindset and habit established around that. So, so that's what I'm. I've been working on, and I'll continue working on. Um, I am trying to be more unapologetic about who I am, uh, and take off the <laughs> take off the mask that I sometimes like to pretend I'm not wearing, uh, especially when it comes to work. Oh, you know, I'll help you in that area. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've been working on this so um so i mean all facets of life really but um i so so those are kind of two of the things um my spirituality too as well um just leaning more into that and um you know just giving more thanks i, I tend to do that already but i just just for the, like just waking up in the day, just kind of starting my day, just giving more thanks because it's easy to just get started and think about all the things I had to do mm-hmm. um, or I have to do. Um, and then by the time <laughs> I realized that I haven't talked to, to God for a while, so I'm trying to do more of that. So those are some of the things that I've already started and I'll, I plan to continue on. Amen. Nice. nice. Love it. Nice. Cool. Uh, Sharon. I mean, you can just talk, Sharon. Like, I mean, you like. Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm dressed now. Fully dressed. <laughs> I could talk to I'm you now. Like, I'm just imagining somebody listening to this because they're just gonna yeah. listen to it. <laughs> what is that like? What is that gonna be like for them? Like, I'm just. I'm so like, sorry. I didn't mean to. I'm oh, not trying Lord to have mercy. Doug, uh, that's why I've been paying way more attention to what I say on audio. I, <laughs> I go back and listen to it, and I'll be like. I don't know if they know what we're talking about. It's fine. I'm just, I'm just like, I'm like, how is somebody going to receive that? Because there's no, there's nothing for them to do with it. Like, there's no visuals. So, no. <laughs> um, but go ahead, Sharon. Well, um, I was asked this question yesterday and I didn't have an answer really. I really didn't have, well, the, the question was what resolutions are you making? And I don't tend to make, resolutions per se so I was like nothing really I don't really have resolutions but goals for next year is different to me so um, 
um, Sarah, right? Sarah, Sarah. So Sarah, the fellas all know that I have been battling cancer off and on for like the last five. This is the six year. I keep saying five. Actually, this is the sixth year now. And uh, found out two weeks ago that it looks like the cancer came back, right? So what I have to do is I have to go through this maltreatment again. And this time, though, I am ready for it because I'm a little I'm stronger than I was last year. So when you were talking about getting stronger in mind and stronger in your body in that connection, it's about six months ago, I started focusing on that. And I'm going to continue that into 2022. So with the spiritual side, I'm, I have started returning to my processes that I used to follow before when I was really tight with God. And I fell off of that some because I was feeling some type of way about getting all these illnesses, right? Mm-hmm. And you, when you get them, you get angry with God sometimes. I hate to say that because it makes me feel guilty. You get angry with them for a minute. Then you you get right and you say, okay, fool, you know you're not really angry with God. You're just angry. So you just let it out and you say, okay, I'm your daughter. I'm back. I'm sitting on your lap again. That type of thing. So I'm getting back into making sure that I have my quiet time with God every morning and not skipping a day. That's what I used to do. I already, through all of this, I always sing to God every morning, praise God, you know, from whom all blessings uh, flow, the doxology. I I already sing that every morning. So in addition to that, I'm going to go back to having my quiet time every morning and praying every night. I have organized with my family. My sister lives about two miles from me. One of my nieces lives a mile and a half. Son lives seven miles. The other niece lives about 12 miles from me. And so we're all here together. And so I've already organized that we're going to have family group, family time once a month where we all get together and go back to reading our Bibles together and praying and singing and rejoicing and sharing and all that stuff. Yes. But I had to do it. I, I usually wait for my sister to do this because she's the oldest and I'm the baby. And that's just our role. That's just how we, we fall into that role. Even though we're in our 50s, it doesn't matter. And uh, I didn't wait this time. So I was proud of myself for that. So we're going cont- to we're going to do that. So that's the spiritual side. As far as my business is concerned, I'm sure Adam's ears are perking up right now. But as far as the business side is concerned, I have like four businesses of my own that I had to put on hiatus and I'm working to bring them back. Just spoke to my sister this morning about another business that she and I are going to try to start together. But I can't tell y'all what that is because then I have to kill you. (laughs) We just found out that this business is no longer in existence. So we're going to bring it back and recreate it. And I'm excited about that. The newspaper, they're bringing it back. (laughs) Bringing it back. (laughs) But then I'm also, as I promised Adam, as as I feel better, going to start working with his company. So that's my plan in 2022. So maybe I'll be one of those people that you can get to the promised land. Yeah, well, as you do. Uh, but, uh, definitely, I got you. 
<laughs> so I can't tell you. It's not like it's going to happen tomorrow, Adam, but I got you. So don't don't worry. But um, so that's happening. And I'm excited about that. I'm going to be a grandmother for the first time in January. Right. So I'm going to set up his college, his little college fund. And I'm excited about that. I had to get there. And another goal is with the podcasting. Um, so I do the, the podcast with uh, the Stay Tuned folks and in the Thinkers podcast, too. And um, I'm going to continue to do that. But I'm hoping to be more consistent with my podcast, which is Did You Hear What Chocolate Said? Which is available on all po- wherever you get your podcast. So, you know, Sarah, okay. you need to go ahead and subscribe to that. I was you know, going to ask you. you what chocolate said because okay. you need to hear what chocolate says I about do. everything okay? we all do yes yes <laughs> so um yeah that's it but the health thing um is very important since last since october 2020 i oh dennis i'm now up to 56 pounds i lost four more pounds awesome. so now i've lost 56 pounds since october 1st 2020 and my goal, I'm not going to tell y'all what my goal is because then y'all be able to calculate just about how much I weigh. And I ain't going to never tell nobody that because I had never weighed this much in my life. So it was it was hard to look at. But anyway. That's your own personal um, journey, Michelle. Hey, I'm just proud of it. I can see my, oh, I can see it all in here. And when I look at past videos of us on Stay Tuned, I look like a different person. My own cousin didn't recognize me in pictures this past week, this week. No. So she came over to the house and would say, I need to come see you because I didn't know that was you in the picture. So I'm driving up, come outside. And I came outside. She was like, she started actually crying. So that felt good about that. So that's that. I'm done now. Sorry, Doug. I know you said two, but I, you know. (laughs) It's you know, right. you know, the chocolate never follows the rules. You know how that is. Oh, uh, and and now I'm just happy I can be like because now on the show y'all can be like, Doug, where's the invite? I'm like, it already happened. So there it go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, no. Well, this, thanks, this... but thanks for coming back in to put the reminder because I actually was sitting there writing something mm-hmm. and I I forgot, stone cold forgot. So thanks for putting that reminder in there. Yeah, no, 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 no worries. And so, and, and, and I, I mean, it, it one, this, well, I'm gonna say one, I, I had, as, as we were talking about earlier, had a different vision for this, not in the sense of like who was going to be here, but I thought it would be a little bit more rapid. Other people, there's other people who told me they were going to come and everything. If you're listening to this and you're one of them people, that's all I'm saying. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, that's on you. That's on you. Like, I still love you. You know, I still love you, but like, that's on you. So, but I do like this. And I already told one friend who who couldn't make it. I was like, I'm going to do this again next month. Um, I do like this setting up this block time and people just popping in and um, just having a conversation. Plus, I like the whole mediating kind of thing and all this stuff. And so there's some there's some fun stuff coming from the Dig on Doug podcast in 2022 um and there's a whole bunch of other stuff that's coming at <clears throat> that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> you know what i'm talking about too that's all i'm gonna say there's some great stuff coming there's some stuff coming that's not dig on the affiliated that's coming next year that i'm that i'm trying to get uh 
that I will get jumping off and everything. And so, um, but this was just a beautiful thing, a beautiful time to, to connect and, and people meet each other for the first time and just see their growth and everything. And so if you're listening to this, well, I mean, not if you're listening to this, those who are, as you listen to this, um, take care of yourself. Um, reach for those things that, that seem crazy um, that you want to do in your life and everything. Um, all of the stuff that you heard everybody in here doing and, and achieving and stumbling, achieving at and everything, um, it was all crazy at some point in time to us. It was, it was all wild. Like Adam didn't see himself at where he is right now. All them days ago when at, at, in Atlanta when he was getting beat up and stuff by his auntie and all this stuff. And so, and, and wild child. He said he was a wild <laughs> child. I will never forget that first time I met him. He said I was a wild child in Atlanta. I said, mm, mm, mm. that's all I can say. <laughs> and 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 Sarah, just her journey and everything and what her life is and, and what is becoming. Um, you know, we never know um truly what we are doing and 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 what God will will put in front of us to help us get to where we're going to be and sharing the same way with <clears throat> all the battles and everything she's continuing to battle through with God and getting refocused. Um, like I, I shared it earlier, that scripture that's just, just talked about when, when our faith is stirred up, you know, we, we, we readjust and we, we, we re elevate our faith and everything. And, and it's a process. So never think that all of this is about like, it just happened overnight and, like Disney, like waved a wand and they were, we were just here. Um, all of this stuff is still a struggle. Like I, I shared with you, 2021 has been the best year of my life and the worst year. So simultaneously, yin and yang can be real. And all the stuff Dennis has done. And like I call him, um, maybe I, well, I probably called it him next on the podcast episode we had earlier. Mr. Mr. Podcast Everywhere, man, and uh, Mr. Take Your Podcast. Mr. Take Your Podcast. Take Your Podcast, um, and all that stuff. But, I mean, he didn't see in the vision and everything of where he's at and all this stuff. So create those visions for yourself. Build a community around you that's going to encourage you to grow and be better. And with whatever goals, resolutions, whatever you want to call it uh, for the next year, don't look at don't look at the whole pie and say like oh my god by December this time next no, look at it in the small chunks, take it in what you need to, and another skill that you'll learn and this is a skill that I failed at and like another skill that I'm going to get better at next year with all of these goals, track your goals, track them so you can readjust when you know if something doesn't work out for you. You can reassess and then figure it out. I'm sure Adam tells people that all the time of like, okay, maybe you don't need to spend all of this over here. Let's reassess. But you look at the full picture. And so that's what really comes from that time and everything of like how to grow and how to develop is truly tracking. It's like, think about it as like, maybe you were one of those kids who I didn't have this, like, or I don't remember it, having it. I mean, we moved around a lot, but maybe you had that whole thing of like, your parents would check your height and everything. It was being tracked for a reason. Like you, you got that. It's like, oh, okay, you're four foot now. Like I was just with my nieces and nephews, and they're up here shouting out how tall they are and everything already. So you're you're tracking it. So like with tracking comes <clears throat> knowledge of things you can do. And now you can't control your growth of height, of course. Um, but with the things that you want to build in your life, you can definitely track those and and develop those out more. So. Um, with that being said, um, everybody, uh, Sarah, Adam, 
Sharon, Dennis, I appreciate you all. I thank you for what you all mean in my life. And I appreciate what you are all becoming and growing to be. It is a daily process. It takes time. You know, there was times for, I know there was a, there was a minute Sharon was trying to get on me because I was hiding from everything. I was just going through so much. I didn't want to, I didn't want to deal with anything. Like I didn't, I, I was like, I'll be here. And then I dip out. I hit that, that parachute, but we grow and, and, and I've gotten better and I've seen you all grow in, in different aspects. And I'm so I'm happy for you all. Um, and again, just want to thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for having me, Dad. Thank you. It was nice to meet all of you too. This is this was a lot of fun. I learned a lot from each of you. Yes, don't be no stranger. <laughs> I was no. gonna say, hope hope to see you again. Yes, yes, indeed. And I will be okay. I will be sending you prayers too in the morning when I'm on my my morning prayer. Well, thank, thank you. you. I I certainly receive them already. Hey. Already. <clears throat> there you go. So from the Dig on Doug podcast, which I be saying we. But it's really only me. But I guess I got Bruce now. Like he's part of the Dig and Doug podcast. So, but it's a community. It is a community. Is, about, is Bruce the cat? Yes, I had to find that out myself. I'm, about I'm, the I'm thinking Bruce was a guy. I'm like, okay, he got a guy son named Bruce. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Can we please talk about the cat next time? Because we, I need to have a conversation with you about this cat. What's the conversation? And then we'll do it next time. I don't want to mess up the vibe. Let's just keep it. Keep it where it is. Keep it coping. Right right so again, from the Dig and Dub podcast, from all of those in attendance, uh, happy New Year's. Uh, the goal is to release this today, if anything, tomorrow. Um, so take care of yourselves, love yourselves, build your community, and go after those goals with Viver like never before. So until next time, y'all, keep digging. Peace out. Peace, Peace out. out. Happy New Year. Peace. Merry New Year. Yes.